and welcome to the Agile Empath Podcast. My name is Alexia Georgiou. This is Season 4, Episode 3, Motivating Multi-Generational Teams. I wanted to invite you to visit my website, theresilientpathway.com. We have a newsletter paid and um, you can subscribe for free with archived content for life coaching curriculum. Um, I also have some books for purchase and online classes, and you will see where you can find this online course with the full slide deck and resources. Gen Z is the most ethnically and racially diverse generation in history. One in four is Hispanic, 14% are African-American, 6% are Asian. Gen Z has arrived replete with a set of stereotypes and generalizations. They are tech dependent. They want to experience new adventures, not just buying things. They're less loyal to brands. As the first digitally native generation, it's tooted they prefer digital communication to avoid face-to-face interaction. They're harder to reach because of their short eight-second attention span, and they're focused on authenticity in a brand. Now, having said this, if you're marketing, uh, Generation Z does not have the buying power. So, but they're going to be asking their parents for things and they're looking for authenticity. So that's what helps them get bought into things. And so those of us who are older, we are more brand loyal. The older we get, we really don't want to make changes. It's really uncomfortable. And yet Gen Z, they're resilient with this. They'll move on if they see uh, something that isn't authentic. Historically, a first job was viewed as a rite of passage. It meant starting at the bottom of the ladder, learning how the business world really worked and doing boring but necessary work as a way to learn more valuable professional skills. Who can relate to that? I can relate to it. But all of this has changed. Technology and automation have eliminated many of the more manual and repetitive tasks. So because so much is being automated, they really don't have to start at the bottom of the ladder. And they are more tech savvy. And so they're going to have some earning power because those jobs are paid well. Nearly two-thirds, 64% of Gen Nexters, okay, so this is the generation that's age 18 to 25, these are the adults, say getting rich is the most important goal in life for their generation. Another 17% say that this is the second most important goal. One in 10 nexters say their generation's most important goal is to be famous. 41% say this is their next important goal. Helping people in need, 12% say this is their generation's most important goal. Being leaders in the community, 7%. 
Becoming more spiritual, 4%. I hope this is turning your head. We have a situation here uh, because this is the generation, um, a third of the population of the world that will be replacing uh, the boomers and that will be coming into the workforce that will be coming leaders. And we definitely need to teach more intrinsic motivation to be involved with community, spirituality, and to help people in need. Okay, so what is happiness about? I'm a big happiness proponent and I look at all the happiness studies. So what's interesting is happiness peaks at the age of 18 and then we live life and it goes down, 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 down and hits a low at 50 and then what starts happening? It starts going up. And so I'm always curious to hear from people, what is it about 50 and older? I'm 51. You know, what is it that just causes us uh, to be more happy? Is it that we don't care anymore about other people's opinions? Is it that we're not comparing ourselves with others? More settled in who we are? Think about that for yourself. Um, and it makes sense because we are 18, we're getting that education, we work, we purchase things, we have to pay for those things, we have responsibilities. Many people have um, marriages, partnerships, have children, all of that is responsibility. Uh, and so that does take a toll. That uh, does affect our happiness. And maybe, you know, at 50, many people are having that emptiness syndrome where the uh, children have grown up, they're out of the house, there's more freedom and choosing how to spend the day and spend the free time. Motivating our team is key to effective leadership. So how are we motivated? We are different in what rewards us. Now it's important to note that the happiness studies show connection is key to happiness. And so anytime you're trying to work with a team, relate to someone, just remember that, that connection is gonna foster happiness. It's gonna increase the person's well-being. So if you want a happy team, work on connection and trust building within the team. So what are some specifics with our generations? Baby boomers. Baby boomers are motivated with money, public recognition at work, retirement contribution, titles, more subordinates, travel, wellness benefits, and time off. So if you want to motivate a baby boomer, give them a mentee, give them an apprentice, put people under them that they can show the ropes to, and this will give them that motivation to be the best that they can be. Recognize them publicly and make sure it's in their title and that they're recognized for what they're doing. Generation X, motivated by bonuses, stock, flexibility in the workplace, 
being allowed to do passion projects, professional development, and conference opportunities time off. So we do want to offer uh, maybe work from home, work from anywhere, hybrid work, uh, some in the office, some at home. You know, some companies, uh, they will reward an employee who's doing really well and say 10% of your time can be spent any way creatively you decide to benefit our organization. And other places of work just have that as 10%. Managers, you can't touch that employee's time for 10%. And that employee is accountable and they're also very autonomous in how they spend that time. So that's highly valued by Generation X, uh, those passion projects, and the professional development, the trainings, conference opportunities. Millennials, millennials like stock options, time off. Uh, they like to learn, so tuition reimbursement, I've really heard millennials talk about mentoring and how much they value being mentored. Professional development, workplace perks like childcare and fitness centers. Okay, so this is the Deloitte study in 2018. Deloitte and New conducted a survey with 6,000 individuals. The demographics were based on generation, race, gender, income, education, and location. 1,531 were considered Gen Z. 1,541 were considered Millennials. 1,560 were considered Generation X. 1,595 were considered Baby Boomers. Women represented 3,151 of the total respondents with 1,590 respondents classified as minority women. Okay, for the purposes of this report, Black, Hispanic, Asian women, um, data ins insights, they were grouped as minority women. And this is where we found the information um, to learn about Generation Z. To appeal to Gen Z will require organizations to truly personalize career experiences. So now we're understanding a third of our population that is up and coming in the workforce, some already there, what's gonna motivate them and what motivates them and how to understand them. And if you are Gen X, Baby Boomer, Silent Generation and you're listening to this and you were sighing at the thought of millennials and complaining, wow, we really do have a learning curve with Gen Z and it's very important to understand them. Um, and so personalizing career experiences. The way we think about personalizing offers we make to customers. Not only will this personalization help to attract this generation and compel them to spend some part of their career in our companies, applying their diverse skill sets to drive customer solutions. But it can also benefit workers across generations, helping to attract and retrain talent more broadly. Okay, so personalizing career experiences. That's what we need to focus on, not just for Gen Z, but for all of our workforce. 
If given the choice of accepting a better paying but boring job versus work that was more interesting but didn't pay as much, Gen Z was fairly evenly split over the choice, so 50-50. The core values of the generation are reflected in their prioritizing social activism more than previous generations and in the importance they place on working at organizations whose values align with their own, with 77% of respondents saying that it's important. So your social responsibility initiatives, talking about values, looking at where there's alignment, uh, hiring for culture fit. And so what that means is we don't necessarily have the same race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender. That's not what culture fit means. Culture fit means our values. Are we aligned? Do we value the same thing? And we want diversity in those other areas because that improves our bottom line earnings. When you have some conflict, when there are different ideas, that's when creativity and innovation comes. When you have groupthink and people agree and people make it a social club, it's boring and not much occurs. And you're not going to see the return on investment in your teams. This is proven with research studies. Uh, there's one from MIT that I will include in your resource page that you can look at. So hiring for culture fit means your values are aligned. What are your values of your organization? Gen Z no longer forms opinions of a company solely based on the quality of their product services, but also now on their ethics, practices, and social impacts. So we really have to live it in front of them um, and show them that what we are doing is meaningful and authentic. Gen Z is an independent, entrepreneurial generation, yet it differs from millennials, whose career development paths seem to be directed towards startups and early stage companies. Gen Z's preferred career development is to have diverse and entrepreneurial opportunities with the safety of stable employment, and they may offer more loyalty to companies that can offer this. Okay, so the risk taking uh, to be in these early stage companies is still going to be there, but Gen Z is looking for that stability. Just think about what we've been through in 2020 uh, and what they have experienced. How has that affected the reality of the world around them? Of course, they're going to look for stability. Gen Z are digital natives, and they're drawn towards working in the tech industry. 51% of those surveyed rate technology as a top industry in which to work. 51%. At the same time, Gen Z also are drawn to work that supports the greater good, such as education and healthcare. So this is a really good sign that those two industries, they're interested in it um, for education and healthcare. Thank you for joining us today. We have split up this teaching into four parts. 
Stay tuned. Georgia Yu. I'm a life coach, author, speaker, and university non-credit instructor. Please visit my website, theresilientpathway.com. We have resources, life coaching curriculum, books, online classes. I'm also available for team building on Zoom and in person and speaking engagements, virtual, hybrid, in person. You can reach me at alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com.